Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Happy Sunday morning, everyone. We have four games to go through myself here. I haven't been able to watch the Dragons and the South game yet. I've seen the score, but I'll, uh, I'll go through that on here tomorrow when I've actually gone through it properly. And that's the best thing about these videos, guys. You get to listen to this shorter amount of time and I have to watch all of the footy and it helps you guys out. So yeah, I really appreciate you guys watching this. And we'll get into the Eels Raiders first and we'll go back from there. The Roosters, Eagles, Knights, Sharks, and the Indigenous versus the Maldives there. So what we've got here, Eels 16, Raiders 38. Big thing to note, I think, from this one, guys, is the Raiders and their ability to just fight and play hard. And that's exactly what was on show here. And yes, it was a preseason trial, but that is what you're going to get from the Raiders each and every game. They are obviously missing a lot of their stars as well. Their, their main halfback in Fogs and, and basically the majority of their forward pack. And, and they were still able to come out and do really, really well. Obviously, the Eels had you know a lot, a, a bunch of their sort of first grade starters in there in the first half, and they were ahead early on with the two tries early in the seventh in the eleventh minute. Brennan Hands was held up early as well, which we'll speak about soon. But Bailey Summonson as well, who I'm fairly excited about as well, with a try in the forty fourth minute, um, a great aerial effort, and then just the uh, the Raiders just outworked him, an incredible long range try from Schiller, um, and then just some good hard work and, and a little bit of flair from from some of the boys in the uh, in the back half with Adam Cook and, and Noah Martin going over there. So yeah, let's jump into those scores from the players now and and what we need to look at. And if you're looking at just these top performing players, guys, Brennan Hands did have to play the majority of the game. I think he came off for a couple of minutes um, before, unfortunately, Matt Arthur, Brad Arthur's son, copped a, a bad knock as well. There's been a couple of bit of Average tackling technique, unfortunately, the last couple of days uh, with uh, with Mapapa Langi yesterday um, in his first tackle, and then same with Arthur yesterday. So not great on that front, but um, yeah, you see the the, the big uh, the big meter eaters in, in James Schiller there, and Kelma Tuolangi had a really really good game, Kelma. So it does look like he has improved, and it just seems to be part and parcel in this eel side for for back rowers to to come out and do really really well. So we look at the Eels to, to kick things off, guys. And, and the main guys we want to look at is uh, Morgan Harper and, and Simonson. Obviously, 
a good chance that one of these guys is going to get the spot with Penasini getting the other. I suppose the big news there was that Simonson was playing on the left-hand side with Penasini will be on the right when he comes back. That's where Bailey was playing last year. And I do think that Bailey has actually taken a step up this year. He looked great in the air. He came down with you know a couple of a, you know, a couple of high balls. He I think he dropped one of them, but he was always up above the pack and in the right spot. So I think that's really really important for this side. We know his work ethic is there. There was a couple of sets there he was taking two hit ups uh, at, at a time, and obviously it was a very hot one out there. So they had tw- uh, four 20 minute quarters, but um, yeah, you can see in the back end of those quarters that teams were starting to get tired, and and he was able to step up in that one there. He had the 47 fantasy points, which was great. I believe it was a turnover tackle or um, potentially a try saver in there. I'm not exactly sure, but just watching it, there was definitely um, at least one of those. But three tackle breaks in this one, the you know decent meters on that front, and just um, you know, his tackle efficiency. He only missed the one, and that was off a, a high kick, and it kind of like got caught and came down, and he got, he got pushed off. But then he helped um, create the try saver off, off off Nick Kotrick there. So. He was really, really good. I, I'd expect, you know, he, and, and he came off at about at, at the three-quarter time, so 60 minutes in, so 47 points in that time. Obviously against the, yeah, a few a few reserves from the Raiders, but um, yeah, just did a great job with with base and obviously getting that try there as well. Sean Russell, someone to, to note as well, had a, um, I think he had an improved game and that's what we're looking for with guys like him is that he came out and he was able to, to tackle break fairly well. He bounced off a few tackles and obviously scored that try there. Um, with a nice Morgan Harper flick as well. So yeah, Harper's might be the one, obviously we're going to look at to see if he was to get the spot on the left edge over Simonson. But I'm definitely interested in Bailey and I haven't spoken about him as much in terms of like my team reveal, given yeah, he's someone I'm looking at. But Penasini I've got ahead at the moment. Obviously just he's a bit more consistent and he's played the role for a bit longer. But Simonson, if you do want to save some cash, I think is a great option with the dual position as well. Um, is definitely something I'm considering depending on what we get on TLTs with centers, that's for sure. Uh, we go down to Dejan Asi, and, and he just had a really, really solid game. Always looks very talented, good with the ball in hand, running the ball anyway. Ethan Sanders, I was really impressed with his short kicking game and his ability to sort of put on the try line and, and give an opportunity to his attacking players to come through and take a catch. And um, that was sort of the biggest thing I took out of Sanders, played uh, the majority of the game there and did a good job. Brendan Hands at number 41. So all these scores actually get updated as well, guys. So I believe like Simonson was 42 overnight up to a 47. Um, Hands was like 44. But again, did play the majority of the game. He he did miss a few tackles in there, obviously. Ran the footy a bit as well, which is helpful with 37 tackles for four misses. Um, 106 passes. So yeah, shows you all the passing numbers as well, which is cool. But um, yeah, ran the footy a little bit. He had 32 meters from dummy half. So he actually looked to, to get out and, and run a little bit, which was helpful. And um, yeah, it was good for him. He ended up getting the line break as well. So not super ideal, but there was 18 errors in this game. And that's the big thing to note as well with the trials, guys, is that there's going to be a lot of errors, which means there's a lot of stoppages and plays. And, and for the most part, there's a fair few tries in there. And most of these guys aren't playing huge minutes. So it's a big thing to note, guys, on Sean Lane was he did have a three, three good runs, three or four good runs there. Didn't run for a lot. Only got 18 fantasy points. Didn't play for more than the first half. So often the 30-odd minute mark. And uh, was solid. Like tackle, tackle efficiency was was fine. For annoying that we have to scroll all the way to the end here. But nine tackles for zero misses. So that's where you know the lack of points is there. Did have a nice tackle break early on, and, and did look better than last year, which is exactly what we're looking for. Still currently not enough for me to put him in my side. But uh, yeah, if you're looking at it, then you should definitely you know, consider him. Um, I'm obviously got him in Supercoach, but he's so much cheaper over there. 
And then you've got uh, Madison looks solid, always looks to run, obviously, with him. And then uh, from, from there, there wasn't too many guys else that uh, kind of stood out, obviously, because they didn't do too well in the back half. It was a nice try from Ogden. Kai Rodwell looked solid, obviously. There we did 27 points and 97 meters. That's probably it on the eel side. Raiders, obviously the most important team here. And Chevy Stewart didn't perform really well fantasy-wise, obviously with nine. And that's a big worry for us. He obviously didn't play the, the, the whole game. But uh, in the time that he was out there, I looked at the fantasy points before I watched this game. And I went, oh, that's not good. 52 run meters. But really, the runs that he did take were, were good. Just to, to throw that out there, there's again, there's not a lot else to, of excitement to throw out there just because, you know, they, they were able to score two or three tries in the first half and and he you know, wasn't involved in any of them. He does look fairly little, which for the most part isn't an issue. But yeah, I suppose from there, like the man, getting manhandled a little bit, we see what happens with, with Pap there and just Pap has that electric electric speed and obviously being in the game for a longer time has that ability to know where to be on the field and, and Chevy just didn't really pop up in the right spots as well. So that's just something to note. I think, you know, the fullbacks get so many more meters, um, you know, tackle breaks and, and line breaks and stuff from just being there in and around the rock. And I just didn't see him enough in those spots. He just didn't pop up enough. And that's the worry heading into round one. We're still likely going to take him if he's there in round one, but it just wasn't a really great trial. And hopefully next week is, is uh, the one that can show us that. And that's a good thing with the Raiders. We will likely see most of these guys again, and they will you know be a, a decent chance of naming a strong 17 for that. And in this one, they, they played a lot of first graders and yeah, did a great job. And, and then obviously that a lot of them went off in the second half. Nick Kotrick there was a bit of an up and down game for him. Looked fine. Obviously, if the Raiders are going to be a solid side, then... You're looking at him potentially being able to have a few points of value, but other than that, yeah, it's a bit of a, he's okay. I haven't got too much else to say on, on Nick on that one. He bombed a try, which is, would have been annoying in a round one game, that's for sure. James Schiller, he was great in Improver, that's for sure. He's someone, if you look at his stats in, in fantasy, it's not great. It's not great to look at. And uh, from there, in this game, he improved defensively. He was much better. In attack, he's lightning quick and uh, did a great job. Obviously, ran the length of the field. He had one as well. It was a strange kind of rebound into a, a kick over the top and he caught it, was getting tackled and just threw it out the back to his winger and um, and got the try there, which was cool. So he gets the, he gets the offload. He gets the light breaks, his try assist uh, as well. Um, so plenty of points in those two plays alone and that's why he ended up at the 58, the full length of the field run and that as well. Uh, otherwise, he would have been about a 30 and uh, he did play the whole game, actually, I believe. So he was one of the only ones that was still sticking on there at the end. Xavier Savage looked really solid as well in his time on the wing, but a 350K, it's very hard to pick. KO Weeks and Ethan Strange both went off uh, at about th that three-quarter time as well. Did a good job for those two, 33 and 38. KO Weeks, just really strong in defense, was the biggest thing I noticed there. 18 tackles for two misses. Ethan was 15 for four. So again, not bad. They both worked hard on that front. Looks like Weeks could get into the 20s, which would be awesome if we get him at six he can do that they kicked for what 170 120 meters something like that from from memory strange to, to weeks bigger than than what weeks did there and and ran the footy a little bit you know a couple of runs there 24 meters 51 for strange so not much else to say on that strange kicked you know 80 of his goals which was which was awesome in the time that he was on the field still up in the air i think in in that uh in that facet you know care weeks got a, a really talented looking try the way that they um yeah, Kotrick actually kicked that. So well done to, to Nick on that and uh, kept it in and, and popped it over. So yeah, he's super talented. I think the defensive thing was massive in this one. And that's what I did note 
way before these trials in in this uh, analysis of KO was at the game that he'd play at six. He went 22 tackles for something low, like a two or three misses, which was which was great. And he's shown that again in this game here. Up against, you know, Sean Lane and, and the likes in that first period as well. And Dejan Assi. So uh, all both good players there for sure. He wasn't up against mugs. Not that any of these guys are mugs. They'd absolutely destroy me. Anyway, um, guys down the line, there was a lot of guys that played really well. Someone who stood out to me, obviously, early was Atta Mariota. He came out and got 33 fantasy points. Didn't play a lot of this game. So he picked up 78 run meters there. 32 post and uh, yeah, 18 tackles for three misses was a bit low, obviously. But um, yeah, a couple of tackle breaks and a couple of offloads as well, which was awesome. So he looked really strong and, and kind of a cut above in this pack as well. So yeah, just be aware that he's a cheap guy that could likely um, start or, or be somewhere amongst it come the first round, that's for sure. They had uh, yeah, a few other guys that did good. Obviously, Adam Cook at the end there. Peter Hollis got a try. Um, Tateo looked really, really good on that on that, um, on that that right-hand side as well. So yeah, there was a bunch of guys that came out and just really tried hard. And and that was, um, yeah, Princeton Ezra, what a name that is. Uh, he, he was really good as well. So that's all I've got to say on this game, I think. Really want to see their next trial as well. Uh, basically, is what we get out of this one is that... Um, you get to see some some improvements from certain players, which is awesome. I think next week's trial will kind of cement how how we think they're going to go and, and if we're going to select them in, in our sides, that's for sure. So we'll remove that one now. Move on to the Roosters and the Eagles, which is awesome. So 36 to 22. This was a very, very fun one to watch given we got to see so many first graders from the Roosters, basically a full strength side. And obviously the reason they did this, guys, is because they don't have a secondary trial. They head off to Vegas fairly soon, I believe. And they're talking about... Josh Schuster, who didn't play in this one, they said he's going to play in next week's trial and then they're going to get him on a separate flight to Vegas the day after. So that sucks um, that he has to do that. But And then um, Coach Seabold said that he will then decide if he's going to be in our 17. So at this point, they, they're going to take him. Obviously, there's injuries, I think. That's where he'll come in. Otherwise, I think Ben Jaboyevich is ahead. And it just sounds like his, um, his calf issue is just lingering and lingering which it did last year as well so not good there on that front but um yeah roosters kind of obviously went away with it a little bit in the back end three tries for uh for tupo watson and Pauga at the end helped them win this game so let's go to the stats there and uh most tackles 29 so it shows it was pretty low on the tackles front so take that take from that what you will plenty of errors again in this one uh 21 tackles a max for Paseca, and uh yeah a lot of the forwards not playing huge minutes obviously Big thing to note there, guys, was James Tedesco and his running was absolutely scintillating. He looked awesome. He did look improved on last year. Looked better than most of the games when he was dominant and scored really well in fantasy. So take from that what you, what you will. He had a nice off season this this year and uh, wants to avenge last season, obviously. So 49 points for him. He played the majority of the game as well. So that's something to note. But um, yeah, without any tries and, and try assists there, I believe. No try assists. Just one line break. Um, 49 points is really, really cool. Tupo looked good. Man, you know who did look good? Billy Smith. My goodness, he looked in exactly the same form from last year. He's so big, so strong. Um, knows where to be on the park. He he is very, very impressive. So he had a, a lovely tip on as well. So yeah, the, 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 it's an embarrassment of riches in that back line. I think Billy should get the start in round one. He looked in tip-top form and uh, I'd be selecting him. But um, yeah, very hard to leave, obviously, one of those guys out. Dom Young seems like he's fine. He had a bit of a stinger, burner, nerve issue that uh, NRL Physio was talking about. They stretched him off to hospital, but he is okay. Again, not too relevant. Anyway, Sam Walker scored a try. 
He kicked goals. He played the entirety of the game and picked up 45 points. So just one of those ones that um, can happen with someone like Walker, that he can do a lot of things on the park and, and have 13 tackles for one miss. So played a lot of the game. As I said, tackles are really low in this one. There's a lot of um, you know a lot of width about it. They see how many tackles are made across the board. There's so many players with over 10 tackles. So it was very much spread across the field and you know, a lot of people playing different minutes. But um, kick meters were 175 were pretty low. So not exciting for him. Uh, Nafahu White with 39 points. He he did well. Obviously, 126 run meters. They um they had a few guys that, that ran for for good amount of meters there. And yeah, he's one of those guys in the fringe 17. And be interesting to see if he gets that start with Hargroves out in round one. That's for sure. Lindsay Collins is next. Guys at 31. He yeah not not one to uh, to note for us for fantasy. But Satili Tupanua, 36. He had a really really nice run. At the start, they got a try in that and didn't play massive minutes, but um, was solid across the board for him. Looked better than last year, which is good. Nat Butcher there, again, just looks solid, makes his tackles, does his work. Victor Radley also solid. Big one for me, guys, is, is Terrell, Terrell May. Man, I, I really was just getting over the breakup with Terrell, with Dylan Lucas, and then they go ahead and, and they they text me back. They asked me to come over. Ah, boys. Boys, boys, boys. I was just hoping that... I wasn't hoping. I, I hope that they come out and absolutely dominate because they're my two calls for the year. But um, they're just so, there's so many worries with these guys because Terrell is absolutely incredible and he just does he just does it so easy. Like, he just doesn't look like he's going to miss a tackle. He made 46 fantasy points in just under 40 minutes. Uh, yeah, just under 40 minutes. He came on for about the last four minutes or so. But um, yeah, 46 in that, 169 run meters. So he ran for the most of any player. Repeat efforts. The fitness on him is incredible. He had 79 post-contact meters. Wow. Um, yeah, a bunch of uh, a couple of offloads as well, and four tackle breaks, I believe. Yeah, two offloads, four tackle breaks, and uh, just missed the one tackle there. So, 18 tackles for one miss. As I said, with with the way that this this game went, um, yeah, I think the first three minutes he didn't get. They went the wrong side of him to run, and he didn't get anywhere near a tackle. So yeah, it was basically. 46 and 37 minutes and and if we can i can definitely can expect that and he didn't even have any sort of clear yeah there's a few easy offloads in there there was a couple that he was like looking to offload and, and wasn't able to get it away so yeah he's just someone i'm super excited about under 500k if he can get 40 minutes he's a 40 odd scorer um, and making plenty of cash that's you know 150 plus if he can do that um, yeah, which is great. That's probably all I got to say on him. I think feel like Angus Crichton really tried hard. He had a couple of good moments, looked better, but I think he tried too hard. And there was a couple of errors in there, a few sideways runs. Just just wasn't what we wanted to see. I, like overall, you want to see him just hitting hard, looking fit, tackle breaking um, for the most part. And he had a, had, a couple, had a couple of good runs like that, but then yeah, just kind of got lost a bit. So I'm not sure if he's going to be starting in this side. You've then got... um. Yeah, Joey Manu, Siwa Wong in there. I just think, yeah, Butcher was fine as well. Um, and then Connor Watson. Connor Watson was incredible. Wong was fine in time he, he was in the park. He wasn't on for long, but 22 points. Manu, 14. But Connor Watson ran from dummy half and looked awesome. So he's someone to definitely note note down in your sides, Connor Watson, as a um, a guy that will definitely play some minutes. And, you know, does that, does that affect Brandon Smith? in this one or or does he play a few middle minutes as well and I just can't see someone like Victor Radley playing the This is Paige the co-host of Giggly Squad and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to $2 a manicure which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 80 this year, like he did in a lot of games last year. They just have too many good middles. I don't see the point in needing Radley to play the 80. I think a 60 is going to be perfect for him, and, and Connor Watson look great. Uh, in nine, uh, you could play in the middle as well. All right, the Knights and the Sharkies. So big thing to note with the Knights, guys, was just how they looked. And I suppose just to finish off with the Roosters there, they looked fairly slick to start off, which was good um, in that one there. And I suppose the Eels was the main worry, but they obviously don't have any of their halves there. And it's hard to judge too much, but um, the Raiders just had too much fight. For the Knights, I think they were really dominant in this one. They looked slick as well compared to that of the Sharkies. Obviously, they played a fairly strong lineup. And a bunch of their recruits really stood up and, and did a great job. So their team is very, very tough to pick. And and in in that sense, it's gonna I feel like it's gonna be way too hard to select that 17, which means it's it's only gonna be good things for the Knights. They've got depth, they've got fight they're fighting for positions, and they're all really talented and real high quality. So we spoke about uh yeah, my boy breaking up with me and then uh and then kind of calling me back. Dylan Lucas, he, he sure bloody did that again, didn't he? was uh, incredible out there. He was old deal. Good man. Let's start with him now while we're here. So he just played the first half, guys. So 48 for him in that first half, obviously with two tries in that one, one off a kick, beautifully timed by Hastings. It looks like they've you know been practicing that, which is good given he'll likely be starting uh, and then have had a lovely line ball run off uh, Hastings as well. So he's just one of those slightly undersized to RF. So that, yeah, the second row is there that I just going to, work hard for you and he had to run the 54 meters by half time so yeah if he gets anywhere over 100 then uh, then he's going to be sweet and that was in sort of what eight runs or something like that and then um yeah a few post contacts which was cool and then didn't have to make too many tackles there at 14 in once he's someone that really works hard on the defensive end and he only had to make 14 for one miss in that first half so i believe there was a um a turnover tackle or a try saver in there as well which got him up to 48 but um yeah a 40 in half time a couple of tries means he's like a 26 and obviously they did score a bunch of points and there was so many, that first 15, 20 minutes was just disgusting for, for errors, to be honest. So again, in terms of the tackle numbers, they're way up and you just just go off the numbers that you're looking at from from last year for Dill because he looked be- he looked even better, at least the same at the back end of the year or a tiny bit better. So yeah, he's got me hot and heavy again, that's for sure. Speaking about hot and heavy, Fletcher Sharp, he looked incredible. People said he was pap-like and I completely agree, just the elusive... Yeah, good steps in 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 amongst the rock and and did an awesome job for his forty four points in majority of the game that he played. Uh, came off for a bit and then came back at the end. He was awesome. He's going to be a really good backup, third or fourth backup, whatever they got. We'll talk about Will Price in a second. But uh, Tommy Jenkins, he up and down. He was on early, came off for a bit, and then came back on and played a, a good portion of the second half. Obviously against a lot of the Sharks second string and. Um, was able to get you know a couple of offloads, a couple of line break assists, a try assists in that one. 
he was okay. Twala, solid as well for, for his short amount of time on the park. Uh, but again, I think Jenkins is probably in line for that spot right now, given he showed some upside there for sure. But Papalangi, unfortunately, yeah, first tackle of the game, no good. Tyson Gamble, Hastings. Hastings picked up three try assists, I believe, which was great. And a line break assist to Dylan Lucas. So he looked good. He had a left foot, left foot kick for the Dylan Lucas try as well, which was um, yeah, great stuff from him. Gamble looked solid. Jack Hogger looked great. So, yeah, they've got a, an interesting fight on their hands. And then Will Price came in and absolutely killed it as well. So that's that. Saifidi boys didn't stand out at all. Crossland, solid. He'll be the starter round one, guys, with Braley kind of fighting back from his hamstring injury. Jed Cartwright was um, a solid guy. I actually, you know, I thought he had improved. Jed, a lot of people are talking him up and I definitely saw that in this game that he looked better for sure. Uh, I don't think he's fighting for that Dylan Lucas spot. He'll be, you know, a couple back in line. Obviously, you've got Frizz and KPP who are going to be there as well. Yeah, Cogger was great, guys. Obviously, picked up the three goals and the try for his 44 points coming off the bench and, and definitely showed why he's a really, really important force. And then just like he did in the grand final straightening up the defensive line when you know a few times they were going a bit sideways and uh yeah and really helped things out phoenix crossland was was good at that as well sometimes he he wasn't at hooker he's out you know first or second receiver and was able to straighten things up and, and help out the squad matt croker looked good limited time for him um tom Kant looks really really good he definitely can at 42 points for him and david armstrong was super impressive on that wing as well so two Depth guys, young fellas that uh, were really, really impressive, along with Kyle McCarthy there as well, uh, and Riley Jones picking up a try. Will Price, guys, he came on in the second half there, picked up, what, a couple of goals and a try, a try assist as well. He was awesome. Exactly what you um you wanted from him. He did miss two of the four attempts that he had, but um, yeah, he's got plenty of footy nows, and he, uh, he looked really, really impressive is what I'll say from him. And if he comes in and gets an opportunity at some point, I think that he'll he'll do a good job in this night side. And at 400K, it's a bit awkward, but um, definitely definitely could be solid, that's for sure. Sharky side. A few guys to speak of, obviously, Kate Dykes, he came on six points for him in this time. Obviously, take it all with a grain of salt, guys. These All of these Sharks outside backs, the Kale Arrows, um, Stone Street, Katoa, they all are playing in a team that didn't play as well obviously and they were missing a lot of yeah obviously their halves and stuff but they have Puru and Atkinson who are very highly touted and they this team got blown off the park with a lot of first graders in there and McInnes in that first half playing Teague Wilden kind of in and out on and off uh, Colhoun had a solid game there I wouldn't be looking at Teague guys at this point I think you need to see him after a bunch of games coming back from his ACL Jaden Beryl scored a try early he's a I didn't know he was 28 years old wow so he's really I thought he was a younger gun but Anyway, he um, yeah, played about half the game from, from memory uh, for him off on and then came back off. Uh, sorry, came off, came back on again. Um, Hazleton, he, I think he a Sinbin in the end, I believe, something like that. Um, but Pura, Pura was on low points for a good while on this side. Iro had a lovely run at the start, got a tackle break, but um, not much for him. 89 run meters, 43 posts, obviously shows that he hits and sticks and, and keeps moving. Uh, Hiroti as well, same thing, 60 run meters, 37 post contact. So they produce some outside backs, these Sharks that, that work hard in the ruck there, that's for sure. Uh, Colhoun made um, you know, 95 meters, 52 posts as well. Guys that worked really hard in this, obviously Billy Burns, I liked his runs. Um, yeah, again, there's not a lot of positive to take. And, and like if, if Iroh got into the side, uh, he would be fine on, on you know, the outside of Trindle, who looked great, obviously there. And then Hines is going to be back in that squad as well. 
guys that came on. There wasn't too much uh, excitement to, to see there. Obviously, Rodwell picked up that try. Samuel Healy worked hard for his 35 fantasy points, 67 run meters, and uh, you know, 21 tackles for him. But yeah, not too much excitement to talk about with this Shark side. They just get they did get played off the park, and um, how's this gonna gonna look in round one? I think they'll be fine, but um, definitely something to note there for that squad. All right, Indigenous versus the, the Maldives there. So what we saw in this game, really tough contest. Both teams went really, really hard at each other. Obviously, yeah, a lot of, you know, majority of plays here are, are genuine first graders. And yeah, it, that shows that a few of these guys were had to step up and do a great job. And you see Kieran Mosley in there comes and plays in this in this game every year and, and always plays well. He, he made a half break or a break at one point um, in that one. And uh, yeah, really good run meters from guys like Josh Kerr and Joey Tarpany. Wow, he was incredible. Obviously picked up the 80 fantasy points, 60 for Nico Hines. The big note there is it's the split in kick meters between Trindle and Hines there and, and Trindle looking better, I would say this year, a bit of an improvement. Hines will score well no matter what, but they split the kick meters and that's something that he just drops naturally and is why there's a good chance that he, you know, that a lot of people won't pick him coming into round one for fantasy is just because of that. In Supercoach, it doesn't really matter. The kick meters don't mean anything in uh, in Supercoach and, and he'll pick up his tries and his line breaks and the like. But Trindle picked up a couple of try assists in this one and, and that shows what he can do in this side. Latrell looked like a solid hit out for him, did what he needed to do. Didn't score you know crazy, but 35 again. A lot of these guys didn't play the full games. He went off at a certain point. It looked like he was injured potentially and came back on, so he's fine. Trindle came off twice, I think, or it looked like he had an injury at first, was fine, then got back up and then tackled and, and had like a shoulder burner, came back on again. So 74 minutes for him. Um, he looked great. And that one obviously did some minutes in this one, which is very helpful for us. Um, in that one, so yeah, just just that, that note on Nico. Obviously, yeah, Trindle in this one, the 34 fantasy points. So he just shows that he can do a lot with a couple of tri and still only get 34, even with the um, you know, the kicking in, in general play there at 245 compared to Nico's 361. So he still uh, outdid him, Nico, but it's a 60-40 split rather than a um, you know an 80-20 or a 90-10 like it was with, with Matt Moylan, that's for sure. So that's just something to note with those two guys, obviously. Shaq Mitchell looked really, really good for 46 minutes for, for 36 points, guys. So it's not something to you know, get too excited about with that average PPM. Josh Kerr worked really hard as well, so he'll be fighting for a spot in his club. Um, Adam Elliott, guys, there's a few people out there like, oh, Adam Elliott, you had him in your team and now he sucks. Confirmation. 55 minutes, 37 points for him, right? What's the problem with that? He, he did get steamrolled on one of them but he doesn't play on the edge anymore. And, and these are high top quality players. And it's very, very different at the Knights when you're going to be playing in the middle, defending in there, um, yeah, getting all the runs, playing 60 to 65 minutes. So even in here, if he played 60 to 65 minutes on the edge, he would have made his break even and then has the ability to go nuts. So this this Elliott game didn't show me anything extra um, on him as that that I'd like, obviously. It's just very neutral. But he... Um, he looked fit and he looked ready to go, which is fine. That's exactly what we wanted to see. Josh Curran as well. Don't take too much out of this. 36 in 58 minutes. Again, if he played close to 80, he's up near the 50 mark very comfortably, but he'll be playing through the middle for the dogs as well. That's the big thing with them. You look at Hopgood and 55 minutes for him for 38 wasn't uh, anything special. That's for sure. But um, yeah, don't take too much out of these uh, out of these trials, guys, especially, you know, only one so far. You've got one next week. You, put, you combine them two together. 
and the team lists on the Tuesday and you make your decisions from there. But um, yeah, if guys, this is how they exactly play and uh, they look better in, you know, if they exa- this is how they exactly play in their club teams, then that's exactly what you want to look at with these and the rest, you don't take too much out of it. And we've got, we've got a trial next week from, from Adam Elliott. We've got a trial next week from, from Josh Curran, who are going to show us in their exact spots, what they're going to look like. And uh, yeah, that'll be very helpful for our sides. All right. The Maldives there. So Jesse Arthur's moved between fullback and, and wing. Didn't look great on that front, that front, another 11 fantasy point game. So shows that, uh, yeah, what he n- normally scores anywhere between, if he doesn't score tries, it's down at the tens, uh, which is not great. Timiko Gagai had sort of up and down games. Jojo Fafida, only four points uh, for him with three runs, totaling seven meters. So that wasn't nice. Um, Hughes there looked good. He had a nice line break at one point. Big ones to know, guys. I hope he's okay, but he did whack. He did. He seems to get injured all the time or close to it. And that was Brandon Smith. He got kneed in the in the cheekbone and, and then walked off. I haven't heard anything from that, so hopefully he is fine. But he did look pretty good. The main issue here with, with Brandon is he looked really good, had some good runs. So ran for 94 meters, right? Massive. Exactly what you want from him. Don't believe he had any one tackle break? Yeah, only one tackle break in the end. But he got 33 in the uh, in the 53 minutes. So I expect him to be anywhere between 53 to 60 minutes. And that would only get him closer to his break even. He was under that break even with that 33. So yes, no attacking stats, but 94 meters run was really, really helpful for him. Obviously this game being in the wet as well, wasn't awesome. 20 tackles, one miss. So a lot of things went right for him, obviously in in this game. Other games will have much more, many more missed tackles. Other games will have many less run meters. But um, yeah, that's my, my main kind of worry with Brandon Smith is that he looked, I definitely would say he looked better. So if you're interested in Smith, he looked better than last year. And that means that he should score better than last year, naturally. And that's probably all I want to take out of this game. But still, you look at the 33 and 53 minutes, he ran the footy, he didn't miss tackles. That's something to think about. He did give away one penalty, I believe, but um, that was that. The other guy I want to know, guys, Leo Thompson, I think he looked bigger and better he looked really, really strong, and, and that's exactly what you want from someone like him. But the, the minutes and the, the points, not good. It didn't correlate in this game at all. 26 points for 46. But I think he'll have a better year than last year and step up to being their main middle ahead of Daniel Saifidi and Jacob Saifidi. That is the clear thought for me. It kind of was happening at the back end of last year. I think it's he's clearly gone ahead now, for sure, after a performance like that, even though the, um, the points didn't work out that much. But 86 run meters for 40 post he didn't have any tackle breaks at all in this one only 18 tackles for two misses joey tarpany he was absolutely incredible and he's going to suck a lot of people in again this is the exact minutes that we're going to expect him to play in the first few rounds it just happens every each and every year he has the ability to do this and get 60s 70s 80s in in these types of minutes and he, he looks better than ever um for tarpany so i wouldn't push anyone against starting with him after that Big news here, guys, obviously, is around Xavier Willison. The 24 minutes, the 43 points there. Obviously, got a line break try at the end. What we want to note from this game is that he looked up to this standard, and that was awesome. That's exactly what you want to see. He's very, very cheap in fantasy and uh, and supercoach, obviously. But um, what you're looking at with him is a guy that is up to the standard, ran hard, tackled well, and that's all you can hope for in this game. Obviously, 14 tackles for no misses. That is awesome there. Um, and yeah, that's all you want. Ran well. What do we end up with? 100, 100 run meters for him. So awesome. Exactly what you want, 24 minutes. Big thing here is can he get 25 to 30 for the Broncos? And if that's the case, I think he's good enough to score a point a minute and make some cash. Awesome. And then Trey Mooney looks solid as well. 25 in his 30 minutes. Good stuff for him. Jack Howes is probably 
the one we want to finish on, guys, 43 minutes on the edge, 26 fantasy points. He looked good. It's exactly what you, you would have wanted for, for Jack in this one here. He did... Um, he looked up to it as well. And uh, let's hope we do see him at some point this year. Does he end up getting the edge and, and sort of Sean Bloor somewhere in the middle there? Uh, there's a few things to think of with him, that's for sure. Um, and yeah, let's see how that ends up for Jack. And uh, yeah, I think we'll leave this one there. And that one, guys, if you haven't looked into the private group yet, links that are in the description, all the information is there that you need. And DM me if you've got any further questions or once you're ready to uh, to join to sign up to that and get around it check out the podcast and uh obviously the youtube if you're listening on the other side and uh the socials as well on on instagram and tiktok thanks for being here guys and we'll catch you in the next one